0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View here on a fine Sunday evening. And yes, I got the overlay correct this time. I got it correct this time. We are here. We are uh, ready to talk some schmodown after quite a crazy week. Uh, the most crazy week we've had so far, seven whopping matches, um, five breakdowns, one giant pay-per-view, and we are here to discuss it all um, and so we got the regular POV crew here. Uh, we got Brian, Jill, and Molly. Uh, how is everyone doing on this fine Sunday evening?
1: Doing good. Had cool. a pretty pretty lazy day. Uh, we drove out to a Lego store to purchase. I sent you guys a picture of it, but it's so like cool. the it's the Lego version of the original NES with like a little TV set. Alex <laughs> has been talking about it for weeks. So so cool. We ventured so cool. out into the world and. Wear our masks. Successful and successful
0: Sunday. That is a successful Sunday.
1: Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> Not to day.
0: mention you've
2: been watching every Twilight movie.
3: I'm going to do that this week, too. That's my goal for my four-day weekend. I'm going to re-watch Twilight. That's my yes. plan. <laughs> it's
1: been great. Uh,
2: Brian, how are you doing? Good. I'm exhausted. <laughs> haven't really stopped podcasting. Yesterday did a DC Fandom the whole That's entire right. day. Right. Friday was, uh, well, we didn't podcast, but we watched. Oh, yes, we did. My other show did podcast, watched the match. So it's a seven-day week for me. Just keeping on a rolling.
1: I have a lot of Apocalypse videos in my feed right now. After Uh. the DC (laughs) fandom business, I was like, what is it? That was
0: was a wild day. I mean, uh, we were successful with it, so it worked. It worked. It was fun. Uh, I was only on two of them, but it was fun. Um, <laughs> um, Jill, you're doing good on this Sunday? Doing good? It's a Sunday. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. I, um, caught,
3: I caught my voice after being speechless over that pay-per-view match. So yeah. we're good. We're here.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Um, okay. Well, we are here to talk uh, quite a bit in the world of Shmoedown, obviously. And as we said on our Twitter today and Facebook group, everything, we are joined um, by Mr. Frank, uh, Frank Janish, Frankie Numbers, uh, as he is called in much of the world. And we're going to go ahead and bring him in real quick. How you doing, Frank? What's going on, man? I'm doing pretty good. My uh, internet broke up just a little bit as you were saying
4: something, so I hope it was all good. I'm assuming <laughs> it was all good, but uh, I'm glad to be here with you guys and and uh, talk some shop, talk some schmo down. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, we're, we're excited to have you. Uh, I know it, it's you're one of the people we've been wanting on the show for a while, just never really uh it's the perfect time with the schmodan event that happened on friday five matches uh from the singles tournament happened this week uh plenty of shodan to talk with you and so uh with that said i mean we can get right into it guys because we have a lot to discuss obviously uh we have we have all these matches that happened right the first one that happened was lon harris and sabrina graves earlier this week and we did reactions to all of these you can see them up on the channel um but we never really get to get into kind of any depth conversation about them um and so let's talk about lon harris and sabrina here obviously lon uh, walking away uh, with a number of points for swag and uh, doing what we expect Lon to do in this situation. He's been crushing it with Final Exam, and he comes in uh, first time as a singles player in quite a while and does very, very well. Um, but nothing against Sabina. She just got a category that did not fit her well. Uh, and, Seems you know, to
3: be she, a team for this week.
0: Yeah, exactly, and she struggled through <laughs> it. But uh, Jill, thoughts thoughts on this, uh, this first match of the week on Monday?
3: Yeah, Lon... Proven that he still has his singles competitor chops, you know, uh, was a rough I'm, ring rest from Sabina. Um, but Lawn man, he's one to watch. <laughs> he's Ryan? one to watch.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been a while for Sabina to, to play. So, I mean, that could play a factor. I i don't know. But, I mean, Lon's had all that time to study for teams and teams coincides with singles in studying sense uh, in a way. So, I mean, that he, he was a train that was just, just kept chugging on. So, I mean, anyone in his path probably could have done the same thing. So,
0: uh, Molly. Uh,
1: Yeah. I think Lon pretty much performed how everyone thought he was going to do. Uh, It was a great match to watch. And, I We talked about this during the breakdown, but I was just happy to see Sabina, you know, be fine with the loss. You know, she was like, it, it is what it is. I'm a busy lady. Like she <laughs> writes, she produces um, and she was like, yeah, I'll be back. I, I just like it when people have have fun with losing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we like when she, people have fun competing. Dang it! We like it when people just enjoy competing.
0: Yeah. She's always been fun to have in the league. She's always been fun to have in the league. Uh, Frank, thoughts on this one?
4: Yeah, I was excited to see Sabina back in action here against you know, unfortunately against Lon. But when you're debuting in in the singles division, it's going to be up against one of the tougher players, more established players. And I was—I love seeing Sabina compete, whether it's free for all or it was with teams. I just like the attitude she brings to the to the schmodown. It's not quite as serious as um, you know we see with other players in the league. And then with Lon, you know, I'm just really curious on what kind of run he can go on. You saw what he's been doing with Final Exam, and unfortunately, that run for now came to an end. But I was curious to see how this might translate with singles, and you know, he's one of the better. Players In terms of knowledge, it's just sometimes it hasn't always gone his way. So even still going up against someone like Sabina, who's fairly inexperienced with especially playing singles, anything could have happened here. But obviously, I think uh, knowledge trumps all here uh, with this match.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely a scary player to look out for, uh, especially with the character change and you know Winston in this corner. It seems like it's it's just fitting him correctly. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but who is it? Who he has next? Is it has that match been aired yet? Um, the, the I don't per- think. I don't who think- on? Uh, uh, no, 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 not hit? the 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 two competitors that he could possibly go up against. Because um, I don't have a Long, schedule uh, Long on has, yeah. it's either uh,
2: Merle. Or, uh, Adam Co- or Roka so, or Adam Collins.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. Which, yep. oh, we talked about that. We talked about the possibility of Roka and lawn, which would be crazy, but, but Adam <sighs> Collins is not a slouch to look over. So no. I'll just say that as well. Um, okay. So the next match that we had, uh, which was on Tuesday was, um, definitely one of the better matches this week. Uh, a very fun match and, uh, to, to many, um, a little bit of a, a surprising outcome. And that was Paul Preston and Eric zipper. Um, That's right, Eric yeah. zipper. Look, he's. Ever since he's entered the league, he has slowly progressed as a player, right? And, you know, he's doing the IG thing and he's been killing it with Kaiser and, you know, having Smets and Parker in his corner, obviously, have helped a little bit. Um, And he proved it this match. He just flat out proved it this match. He knew what he was doing. He played well. He had the knowledge. Everything. It's not that everything went his way. He just he played the Schmodan game that I think he's expecting himself to play for a very long time. And he beat someone who a lot of people thought could end up, you know, kind of running through the tournament a little bit in Paul Preston. Um, Frank, I'll go right back to you on this one, man. Paul Preston, Eric Zipper, thoughts on this one?
4: I was impressed, slightly surprised by Zipper. I was more surprised by the outcome rather than how Zipper played. I think when you really look at that match, look at the second round for paul preston getting comic book movies those were in my opinion some pretty deep cut questions that probably probably belong in inner geekdom more so than (laughs) singles that's just my opinion Uh, i'm no expert at inner geekdom so i'll defer to the experts on that one but that's where i'm sitting those were some pretty brutal questions that i don't even know if if zip could have answered them straight off with multiple choice i don't know one way or the other i never really asked or have heard either way so, I, like a lot of people, I had Paul Preston going pretty deep, but uh, you know Zip, he had other plans, other ideas, and I love Zipper's story in the showdown from when he first entered with Winston to where he's gone with Kaiser last year and now this year. Uh, you, you can't help but root for the guy, you really can't. And as as much as I love Paul Paul Preston in the league, um, I love Eric Zipper equally as much, and so it was it was. I was gonna be fine with either outcome. I was preparing for one, but I was pleasantly surprised for another one. If not only for, I think a more relatable story for a lot more people, because not everyone who enters the schmodown is playing lights out. But Paul Preston came in, was from the jump played pretty impressively. Zipper, you know, you saw his gradual rise, and it it really came to fruition here um, against Paul Preston. It just everything lined up for him, and he's put in the hard work, and it paid off for him against Paul Preston.
0: Yeah, I, I like seeing Zipper successful. He just, he, he's like the guy that just deserves it. Right? Yeah. He's so passionate about it all. Uh, Jill thoughts on this one. Cause I know that th- this was something that you absolutely love to see, but also hate at the same time.
3: I, yeah. It's a little bummer for me being pseudo den that we got a player <laughs> kicked out of the tournament. Um, But similar to what Frank had said, whoever won this match, I was happy with, like I wasn't, I would have been stoked for whoever won this match. And I was stoked for Eric because <laughs> I feel like Eric is one of those players where he just gets better after every match he has, Like, he just continually keeps growing. And I think he was just as stunned as anybody that he TKO'd Paul Preston. I think he he himself was just as surprised about that. So to see him, he needed that confidence booster, and I'm kind of disappointed it happened against my pseudo-faction, but I'm happy he did get that confidence booster. Um, Dungeon also really needed the points, so I'm not mad about that either. Badly. so I'm, I'm excited to see what Eric does now that he has this little uh, push of confidence here. So let's see if he can break some more of those
1: uh, second round brackets. Uh, Molly? Uh, I agree, Frank, about the comic book questions. I thought they <laughs> yeah. were, yeah. there were some deep stuff in there. And I don't remember, did he get any steals from those? He might have gotten one or two.
4: He got one, um, a one point steal. At one point, so, th- yeah, yeah,
1: that was my first thought. Like when he got comic book movies, I was like, "Oh, Zip's gonna get a bunch of steals." So he got one. That, that was nice. But <laughs> I'm always impressed with anyone who can play an IG and singles slash teams. Like anyone who can study for IG and then also just know <laughs> normal movie trivia, always going to impress me. Uh, and and when he won. He just like looked so elated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh yeah, I was really happy for him.
2: Uh Brian. Uh yeah, I picked Zipper for this
0: one. So um is I, it not, is it wrong, is it wrong to call to call you a zipper fanboy? Or is that right? No, I love zipper, he's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, Definitely a I, zipper he's a zip fanboy. boy. Yeah. A zip boy. <laughs> there you go. Zip yeah, Zipboy. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Brian, the zip boy uh, Avalasino,
0: yeah, sure,
2: <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I mean, it was hard because I had picked the den to win the year at the beginning. Um, but uh, Zipper was primed for a win. The poor man has been like so close. Oh, I think my AirPods just literally died. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> So we're doing that now. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, he's come so close to winning, like, so many times. So it it was a matter of, like, when, not if, I felt like. And so, I mean, it just happened to be in the form of this match. I did not ever in my wildest dream expect a TKO. Not, like, if you would have said that i would have been like "Eh, okay like let's not go too far (laughs) but uh seeing him win i'm not i'm not surprised by it um has been a while since paul played as well um but paul's one of those players that like i feel like you could it could take he could be off for a while and still come back just as good so i don't know if that's really even a, a good enough reason to say it um but yeah no i'm i'm
0: not surprised zipper one in this at all. Uh, Brian Nussbaum here has a question for us, which is a great question here. What did you guys think of the challenge by zipper in round one? I thought it was a brilliant challenge. I don't the challenge timing um of Preston not getting it down in time is writing after the time. Yes.
3: Um, I I think I don't I don't think that was a challenge by zipper though. I think that was a challenge by Kaiser.
4: Well, yeah, Adam, it felt more um, Kaiser-based for sure. Yeah. Although, because
3: they, they asked Zipper and he was like, "It's fine," and then Kaiser was like, "No, no, no, we <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, he did. Zipper did say, "Go blast out, going." Come on, he's still writing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. by him saying that, that probably triggered Kaiser, Kaiser to be like, "Okay, wait, 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 He
0: was yeah. still writing. Writing. So, have, I mean, have we ever seen something like that happen?
4: I don't not
3: that I can recall. Frank would know. I don't remember
0: that actually ever happening. I
1: don't
3: think
0: no,
4: it's flat I mean, out like that. It's usually when it's happened like that, the person usually has had the wrong answer anyways. Yeah. Um, or they just didn't or they wrote or or they were writing down an incomplete answer and they just never finished it. So I, I don't quite remember a specific example of that. But I, I will say it, it is interesting that it had to be challenged. And I will look yeah. at that. I don't
1: want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll stop there. Oh, well, no, it's, continue, Frank. Please continue your thought. <laughs> it's Just one kidding. of those things about these digital matches now. I feel like yeah. stuff yeah. in studio, something like this would have, you know, been. Well, the
3: audience would have been like, hey, still writing. Like, we would, like, let's be real. The audience would have said something. Like, someone in the back would have been like, hey. Yeah. But, it's it's hard to especially like on the screen it's really hard to focus on multiple people you're really just focusing on one person while in the studio you kind of get like this like peripheral vision thing
1: Mm -hmm. um i also i also think that this will be something that people will probably keep an eye on from now on like that timer is gonna be down to the last second and they're gonna be like You're still writing.
3: writing.
4: There's There's been other first round, I guess you could say inconsistencies where players will reveal. It's happened to plenty of times already this year where players will reveal their answer, but they won't actually say what they wrote down. They'll throw in some quip in there. And part of the rules is write down what's on your board. And it hasn't been challenged yet and it hasn't been called out in terms of trying to deduct a point from somebody. So this could start as we get deeper into the, ter- the tournament here uh, not only singles but and teams uh you better believe i think managers are going to have you know uh, a stern yeah. eye on their you know their their opponents and see if they can catch up on these small little um you know gaffes by other players. Mm-hmm. I mean plus someone with
2: <laughs> for zippers password by losing by like a point yeah. or by someone <laughs> Screaming out a random answer that you end up losing by. I mean, to me, that's smart on his yeah. part uh, because it if it co- ended up costing him one point at the end and they didn't challenge that right. or something, he could have lost by it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the result was not needed, but I mean, it, it it's smart gameplay on Kaiser and his part.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's go ahead and move on to uh, the final play-in match that happened this week, uh, and this was due to the outcome of last week's pay-per-view match. And so we had Sabrina Ramirez versus Vinny Mancuso, with a sub manager of Adam Kaiser stepping in for <laughs> Kaiser himself, which was just uh, just absolutely brilliant. Um, but obviously, the hype coming around Sabrina being the the highly touted free agent uh, a couple months ago, stepping into her first official match. Um, and, you know, Vinny taking the W on this one, uh, you know, Sabrina just kind of struggled out the gate, but ended up coming back in the later rounds and making it a fight. Uh, and, you know, Dungeon, again, needing the points, walking away with the points in this one. Uh, Molly, I'll go to, the, go to you first on this one. Uh, Sabrina and, and Vinny, uh, thoughts?
1: I mean, ever anyone's first match, I think there's going to be some nerves. And I think you could definitely tell that in her first round, but the way that she bounced back was really impressive to me. Um, and I know there's been stuff like all over the social media about her getting a, a bunch of hate and it's just, it's a bunch of crap. Yeah.
0: Um, I, Use the dark side. You, you, can, you can cuss like Alex's Twitch. You can <laughs> fully <laughs> cuss <laughs> like
1: Alex. <laughs> Scream into the void. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I think she did fine and you know I think she knows that she can do better mm-hmm. and she'll she'll come back and I'm sure she'll do better next time.
3: Jill? Um I honestly think had she gotten her five she would have had the same comeback ch- chatter that James White had. Yeah. She was she was on that same comeback path that James White was. She just had a really difficult five pointer, but her Round one was rough, anyone can agree, but she freaking killed it in round two. She got her two and her three, which a lot of people can't do. And then she just had a really tough five. Had she gotten that five pointer, I don't think people would, like she would have been, on, for me, she would have been in the same conversation as James White with being that epic comeback of not so great of a first round, but you're freaking killing it. So if anything, to me, this match proved that she has that knowledge it was just—it was her first match. Like everyone has a first match. You, she got those first match jitters out. She will be back, and she is going to kick ass when she comes back. I know it. Uh, for Vinny, I am stoked he got that W too because I do love Vinny and I love watching him compete. Um, so kudos to him on that win. He was cool, calm, and collected, and it the ice pick him. The ice pick.
0: Such a great name. It is uh, such a I mean. Name. And and he's running. He's running straight into a f- possible freight train with Ethan Irwin next. So we'll see how <laughs> that turns out. Um, Frank, uh, thoughts on the final playing match? This is going to be an interesting one for sure. And going
4: into it, um, you know, I had listened to how people had talked about Vinny, and I listened to how people talked about Sabrina, and and I I think to be honest, I think we kind I kind of got what I thought. It happened to an extent. Uh, looking at Sabrina's first round, three points, you know, what well, you can't... It, it, that, unfortunately, on a, a negative side, that speaks for itself. I do think that nerves definitely play a part in something like this. You know, she came into this match with uh, pressure that she never asked for from fans. And she mm-hmm. never... It's something that she never sought out in that type of way. She just happened to be a personality that entered this year that people really were enamored with and gravitated towards and thus there's a big following and attention on that so whatever you do within our space you know it's going to draw more eyes more criticism um some constructive and some you know uh not that and for her to go into this match knowing knowing that if she doesn't perform well let alone get i mean she could have got a a win and could have, and they both could have played crappy. And sh- I think she still would have gotten, you know, what yeah. what came yeah. out of this. So knowing that you have to go in there and play to almost an unrealistic expectation to, to Dan
3: Merle expectations, right? But,
4: it, yeah. it, which is unrealistic because yeah. it's there's the showdown, first and foremost, is very random at, at various points in the match. A lot of the match is very, you know, it's very random. So Three points, yeah, not great. I, I I do chalk it up, like I said, to experience and you know, just your first time out in a big in a big spot. When I look at her second round, I see like the mental fortitude there, which you do need to have in this game because everyone who's coming for Sabrina is coming at it from a trivia knowledge standpoint. They're not coming at it from a game aspect, and there's a huge game aspect that I don't think a lot of these what I would call trivia purists take into account they just look okay. at answers and questions answers and questions and uh, what did you do there it's not not taking into account the atmosphere the pressure the hype mm-hmm. it's not taking into account you know strategy multiple choice here or not uh, things of that nature they just look at it from a trivia standpoint and there's much more to juggle and some fans the the, the ones that are quote-unquote fans don't recognize it they don't you know and so then you mix that with just their probably inherent sexism on top of that, and you get yeah. quite a disaster. Um, so I really sympathize with Sabrina and any woman who competes in this league. Um, you know, there's obviously a much more uh, specific conversation to have on all of that. But pertaining to the match, I thought she bounced back really well and showed that the one aspect that not a lot of players have is that you're going to have these hurdles and overcome. And I felt like we saw a glimpse of that because once the knowledge and things line up for her, uh, I think you can see a very solid player out of Sabrina Ramirez, because I also like to believe this is also very motivating in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways.
1: Yes. Her match really reminded me of my first match at celebration, like going into it really nervous. It was live and People were expecting me to be Alex Damon level of knowledge, and I was just like, "That's that's not that's not what's happening here." For my very first match. Now going forward is a different story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I'm I'm really excited to see her in the future, and I know we won't see her for the rest of the year, uh, which is a bummer. But uh, like Frank said, I think this is. I mean, we've talked about it a million times. A loss for for some competitors is just like that fire that they need and they instantly come back from it. And they're even better than beforehand. So um, it's definitely going to be fun to see her compete next year. I'm excited for that. Uh, But let's go ahead and uh, Brian, do you talk about this one? No, no, go ahead. (laughs) Um, I remembered. I I remembered. Don't (laughs) worry. For once.
2: Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I mean, Frank said it all for the most part. Um, I feel like there were people, unless her game was perfect, literally perfect no misquestions, nothing, they would have came after her. There, I mean, she, she had everything stacked against her from the beginning. She had the fact that she is on the Finstock Exchange. She has all these champions uh, in her corner. She got touted as, she's so good, blah, 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 yet we've never even seen her play. And it's just, I mean, it, it's just, she had so much put against her before she even got to play. And so it's, it's not fair for her to come in feeling that people are expecting this greatness out of her. And she hasn't even played a damn match yet. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, okay. She, she lost, get over it. it. It's, it is what it was. It was a play in match because she was a rookie, never played before. Um, so, I mean, she did clearly not have her footing in the first round. Okay. But she grasped very hard from the first round after that first round. So, I mean, if had she not had those jitters in the first round, who knows what it would have ended. Um, so it's one freaking match. We've got to stop. Men and the women, we've got to stop freaking out when someone comes in that people are excited for and just if they lose automatically got all oh, the trash. They would they were overhyped. Blah blah. We're, we're allowed about- to
3: hype people, damn it. Yeah. We are allowed to hype people up.
2: <laughs> we're hyping that you should be hyping them up because you're excited to see them play, yes. not because you're expecting them to win the whole tournament right off the gate. Yes. So Be excited that you're getting to see them play more than if they win or lose. Mm -hmm. Just be excited that they're even playing. She's, she's been wanting to play. She finally got to play. And you you know what? People kind of probably tainted that for her a little bit. And now she's going to always remember that. So that's unfair. Let her be excited about playing. Let her play because you know what? Losing probably is going to, in all this crap is only going to make her more dangerous the next time she plays around. So, who knows but yeah just let let the players play damn it it's that <laughs> simple it let
0: it the also players play. on top of everything like you know being called the queen of the exchange and stuff like that she also came in in the year of the rookies where the rookies have like really been you know crushing it right now and it's it's not fair to hold every single rookie to that standard right i mean you know the ben goddards and the barbarians and the parkers and it's not fair to hold every single rookie that enters the league to that kind of standard, because that's not what's going to—that's not—that's just not what's going to happen. And so yeah. I, the queen, you know, everything nickname.
1: is. Said. the the queen nickname was that something that she picked, or did that just? I think happen that's what actually? I'm pretty
0: sure that's what Finsocke showed. Yeah, I think did. they gave yeah. her that one. See, yeah.
1: yeah, and like giving a name like that to someone who's never played, and that's basically saying like she's the best in this in this faction. Yeah. That, yeah,
4: yeah, that was. Yeah, I really didn't. I actually, I didn't care for that either. I thought, okay, that's premature. Um, you know, yeah. uh, she hasn't played a match, but you know, it's great that that they re- have her, they hold her in such high regard. Mm-hmm. But she's also never really she hasn't done anything in the league. So, and yeah, that's while it, while I think maybe as your own person, you hear that you, you may not pay attention to it. But you do hear it, and it, sometimes it can't seep in there, and, and maybe it does mess mess with you. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know. But um, if I was the exchange, I probably would not slap on any other monikers besides, you know, your standard league nickname. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Her nickname is spicy, I'm seeing in the comments. Yeah. It is spicy. Yeah, spicy. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just Gucci just called her the queen. Right,
3: yeah. right, right, right. Yeah,
2: yeah. To, not, to mention that, that did kind of rub me the wrong way, uh, spicy. calling her the queen because
4: – you, it's you also ripping off the corruption, so it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, the that, original. Yeah. Be original? Yeah, there's already
3: a queen, <laughs> yeah, there's only in one there.
2: queen in this league, and not to mention, they already had the Finstock Exchange already has two women. Why is this person sure. coming on and now she's the queen and she hasn't even played yet? You have great Drake, who's an, a freaking OG that has been around for a while. And Emily Jacobson, Emily Jacobson, who's a freaking boss. So, I mean, I'm not, this is not any shade towards anyone, but like to just, it just bothered me that, oh, she's the queen. What about these other two women that have been out around since day one? Why is she? So, I mean, that that's not, I'm not throwing shade to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Or no, Brian, you're just, good. You're good. It just bothered me that, like, why it's just a, why is she a queen title all of a sudden? You have two women already. Um, if anything, he was, trying, I mean, he was
3: just trying to piss Shannon off.
4: I'm sure he was, but um, yeah, it was just uh, unnecessary. It would make more sense if like her play match was against someone from the exchange.
0: But yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, So, but you know, again, whatever yeah um all right well with that let's <laughs> go ahead and move on to the uh, second match of that day and we had uh, jader right. paramo and jim Vavida. um you know paramo stepping back in the ring after the first time officially as part of the burning droogs being traded earlier this season and jim Vavida stepping back into the ring as well um and paramo taking the victory on this one which i thought was great i thought the match was great mm-hmm. um from both sides obviously jader uh, showing some strengths here on his side and, and getting some animated questions, which clearly is his strength because he's got kids in there. Those are probably on there constantly for him <laughs> and David himself. You know, we've seen him three times this year and each time he's progressed as a game player. Um, He's, he's just become better over time. Um, And just some questions that just, you know, ended up biting him in the ass a little bit. And so, uh, Jill, I'll go to you. The, go to go to you on this one first. What did you think of Pramo versus Vavida?
3: I loved this match. Um, I love both these players. Uh, for Pramo, it's. I feel like he's learning the game. He's really embracing the game now. He's really learned how to play the game. He's starting to use those gameplay strategies. Um, <laughs> but I love Jader's. You know, I uh, love J- Vavida. Sorry, Vavida I was talking about. I love Jader's. Um, little story that he's got going on you know he was just some fan sitting in the stands he happened to get that vip ticket he won the competition and now he's a freaking now in the second round of the singles <laughs> tournament. like that's freaking rad um and he's i've messaged uh jader a couple times and he sent me like i'm studying tonight look at all these all of these <laughs> notes that i have and i'm like dude like that's crazy and so when i saw him in his round two and he kind of Kind of did struggle a bit in his round two, even though it was a strength of his. I went, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I like for a second, I had a mini panic attack, but he pulled it together and he got that W, which I think he was so stoked about because now he's really becoming that kind of I wouldn't say like a Cinderella story, but that kind of like fan fantasy, if you will, going from fan to legit competitor. So I'd love to see him keep going this and I'm excited to see what he does.
0: Yeah, you could you could see the excitement on his face when he won. Mm-hmm. The second they announced him as the winner, you could just see it. He was beaming. Uh, yes. Molly, thoughts on this one?
1: I agree. I mean, uh, the, his story of being a fan, just kind of plucked out of the audience, and just like coming through and playing this game is so cool. Uh, I I think I had Davida for this match because I was like, the rock stars really need the points.
2: Not <laughs> 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 <do. You're> wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh yeah, I, I also loved the animated questions. Those Me are too. really good. Me too. He got Where he got you?
0: Pixar, correct? He got, Pixar, or, yeah, yes, he got Pixar, Okay.
3: We've gotten a lot of like five point Disney, five yeah. point anime yeah. questions yeah. this season and I'm I'm all for it. Let's, let's, let's keep that. Maybe happening. they're
0: setting themselves up to see how it goes for a Disney tournament. He said no. <laughs> he
3: said in the Facebook group no, and I am upset
1: about it. No, he'll change. He'll change his mind. It's okay. Yeah, but it's yeah, fine. I'm excited to see him play some more.
0: Uh, Brian, uh,
2: yeah, I picked Jader on this one. Um, I it sucks because <laughs> for Vavita just comes so close to always, every always, time.
3: It's always by like. literally
2: it just always escapes him um but you could see he wanted it and he clearly learned the rules of the game a little bit better than Mm -hmm. in the past which makes all the difference during a match i mean you if you're someone that doesn't know when they can use the multiple choice or something like that that's going to come back to bite you in the ass Mm -hmm. especially if you just i don't know and you don't even try for the multiple choice. Um, so this was a definitely um, wiser and knowing the game. Vivida. Um Jader got a strength. And I mean, you play your strengths. If you can, his strength happens to be Pixar. Cause he has kids. If that's the case. You land on that wheel, you nail it. It might win you a game. And that's what, kind of came down to it at this
0: at the end of this match
3: and that five-pointer so, five five
0: e- yes and that uh, leo put this in the chat here that that, that was just that oh, was like a 10 oh point. goodness oh goodness some, i
3: did see some people in the master post saying like i knew that one because he says this one line that like has that i guess they say it a couple times I, i've never seen the movie so i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah <but. laughs> So it it doesn't jump out as a movie that would be on someone's study list to be like, okay, I really need to remember this thing about this movie. This movie.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh Frank.
4: Real quick on that five pointer, that that that's a type of question where you have to be someone who's seen that movie plenty of times because yeah. the firm is not exactly a Tom Cruise movie, first of all, that I would go that I go back and watch. Very. I've probably seen it like maybe twice in my entire life, uh, and I just watched. And I only watched it because it was Tom Cruise. So, but if I'm going to watch like a like a law type of movie, I'm going to watch A Few Good Men, not The Firm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah the five pointer is it, it's it's a great five pointer. It's is it pretty freaking pointer? ridiculous. And Jim Vavita is is I think he's now with this joining the group of. Mark Hoyks and Alonzo they and Alonzo play really yeah. well, but just get super bad luck at mm-hmm. the crazy time. The, I, I
3: call it the Whitney Seibold's.
4: And that one. yeah. It, Whitney, <laughs> throw Whitney in there. Poor Whitney. Jesus I Christ. know. Uh, that guy. I, you know, so these, these know so much. Yes. But as I said earlier, there's an aspect of this game that's not trivia based that you also have to conquer and master. Yes. Uh, and, you know, to your, um, you know, you said it earlier, Jim learning the game a little bit better. Through Roxy, I think it helps. Uh, you yeah. know, it didn't hurt him here when he checked multiple choice on two questions that he felt like he knew the answers to. Mathematically, it didn't hurt him, but in terms of I think of momentum and confidence and how that can affect your opponent, I think that does hurt him. So yeah. hopefully in the future, when we do see him, uh, he gets a little bit more um, a little more confidence to go for a, a full two-pointer instead of checking down multiple choice just to quote-unquote make sure because you're not going to be an elite player if you're checking down just to make sure you can't give up points like that you can't leave mm-hmm. points on the on the board really so uh for that's for jim but for jader again you know you talked about it um great story another great story in the showdown this year a fan coming into the league got his guaranteed match won it against Brittany young um beats jim to here a guy who has immense knowledge i think that's you know you look at his stats stat wise i mean he's specifically with his team run I think he's like in the 80 82 percent lifetime or something like that so the guy knows his stuff and if he just and we always said if he just knew the game he could be right at the top so Mm -hmm. but you need that and also a little bit of luck and uh, the bad luck bit him on that five pointer but with jader solid first round player so to me that says he definitely belongs i think i think he finally believes now that he belongs What's his the second round that he's got to shore up. I mean, he got spinners and opponents in his favor, and only walks away with four points. Not ideal. Not ideal. Um, so he's got to work on on that type of on, on that part of his game. Mm-hmm. Final round, you know, that pulling out those five pointers is also a crapshoot. Was did how he did that like the
3: last second too? He used all his JTs and he pulled yeah, it he's, out he's, last second. yeah he's yeah <laughs>
1: he
4: slow played it because he knew he was fairly confident and because I thought he know it. Oh yeah, he knew it. He had a, like uh-huh. a really great idea of what that answer was because he he said it was you know one of his favorite movies or he watched it a lot. So right off the bat, he or fairly right off the bat, he knew the answer or felt like he, he pulled knew the a
3: Bateman a
4: little bit. But <laughs> I also think <laughs> on a five point situation there when it's you know burn them if you got him, and yeah. because you never know what might jog your memory. So yeah. I don't quite call it. It's not as malicious as a Bateman. I would think that's not fair. Jader's intention, a, yeah, was, that's easy. you know, yeah. So, but I think Jader, you know, the guy is two and oh, and he's a fan from the crowd in right? Orlando. So, I mean, that's Orlando, <laughs> yeah,
3: like, that's, that's, little, cool. that's little, little, from Florida.
1: From, Florida. <laughs> Florida. A from Florida,
4: Florida,
3: Florida,
0: Florida. man Florida. is now two and oh, you
4: know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go ahead and get to our final singles match before we get into the big pay per view discussion. And that is Brendan Meyer and Alonzo Duralde. Probably, uh, probably the best uh, just knowledge based match we got out of the five single matches this week. Um, you know, Meyer talk, uh, walking away with the victory on this one, but it was not an easy victory. Alonso Duralde once again showing that he can be someone who's really just should be feared in this league. First time as a singles player, but really playing well as a singles player, you know, knowing that he knows his get knows the game uh, when he's on his own and you know, just kind of and also. I don't know the last time we didn't get to see him do festival darling. So it was fun to see him not do festival darlings. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. and yeah, but, but I mean, let's be honest. I, I had Meyer in this one. And so I'm not surprised to see him walk away with the victory, but I walked away from the match thinking, wow, I really want to see more of Alonzo Duralde as a singles player. Uh, Brian, I'll go to you to the, on this one first, man.
2: Uh, this was not of the sing- <clears throat> excuse me, of the singles match, the best one of the week. Yes. Um, this was f- intense from the get-go. You you went in there thinking the kid is going to walk probably fairly easily through this, and Alonzo gave him literally every possible punch he could throw. Um, I feel like I stress out more watching the kid because he's (laughs) constantly running around the room (laughs) and something's going to happen.
3: I never get as much anxiety as watching the kid have anxiety. I know. So
2: like, (laughs) I, I just, yeah. uh, Thrown onto that with a crazy match. I'm just sitting there like, Oh my God. And then, so yeah, it was one of the best matches I think I've seen this year because I I I'll admit it, I didn't think Alonzo was gonna come out and do that well. I thought Brendan was probably going to walk away pretty easily with this. Alonzo is now someone that is highly on my radar because I'm like, okay, you clearly know what you're talking about, and you could be a threat to pretty much anyone. Um so yeah i mean the kid barely got out of this one barely Mm. so um going forward he needs to be top notch if that was the first round it's only going to be harder from there if you want to keep going so uh yeah jill uh
3: this is exactly everything that i want in a match came down to the wire both players were having that the, well, okay, number one, there was a great beard, which is my <laughs> favorite in match. Uh, two, it came down the wire. Both players were having fun, and there was also a bit of controversy. <laughs> so it was one of those matches that just had everything in it, and it was so great. And I disagreed with Brian. I know what Alonzo can do, and I had no doubt he was going to kill it. I yeah. know I've seen him compete. I know how knowledgeable he is. He's one of those. I don't know if he... I would honestly kind of be surprised if he studies, he seems like one of those people that just has like, he's kind of like an Irwin where he just has that inherent knowledge. Um, so I was this, I, I was super thrilled for Brendan, but I was not surprised it went down to the wire. Um, but I love when Brendan wins. Cause he's always just so happy about it. Even when he loses, he's happy about it. Yeah. He's just like one of those just genuine people that just like, just happy to compete. And he loves being in this league. Um, but this was definitely one of, the best matches we've had this year. It was so fun. It was so good. Uh, are they in a relationship or are they lesbians? I don't know. Um, but- <laughs>
0: there, there's a couple of comments I was going to bring up. It uh, was hilarious.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all- was just so uncomfortable with saying you know, the word lesbian.
3: did that because he just didn't want to say lesbian. it was
2: so funny it that's was, what it felt
4: like it really yeah. felt like he didn't want to I say that's
3: why because because he was like can you be more specific and brendan was like let's see me have it be read out first before <laughs> i get, like
1: before i jump the gun there
0: <laughs> uh molly
1: uh <laughs> For the lesbian thing, I like my immediate thing uh, thought was: I wonder, like, I, I want to watch this movie now. First of all, I never, I had never heard of it, but I was like, I wonder. Lesbians, you
4: say? I must watch this <laughs> movie now.
1: Lesbian sixties, <laughs> what? I want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do, watch more lesbian movies. Um, <laughs> but I, I immediately thought, okay, like, I wonder how obvious it is in the film um and maybe that was why he was nervous to just flat out say lesbians and and instead say in a relationship but um i think having them say be more specific that's happened before um and i think that that was the right thing to do in my opinion um Did it get challenged? I I can't remember. It got got challenged. challenged. Well,
3: Brendan challenged it because he thought his, their relationship was sufficient enough. Um, But it was also just because they're lesbians doesn't mean they're in a relationship. And there was this whole thing. Um, So I agree with the outcome of the challenge. They let, they only gave him one point, but they allowed him to keep his challenge but i said this on our uh play along with it i don't think he should have been able to go to multiple choice personally because he had already given an answer Um, and they asked him to clarify and then he has to go to multiple choice so i personally don't think they should have allowed him to go to multiple choice kind of like a this is i think this is really unprecedented i don't think this specific thing has really ever happened before um so just me personally because he already gave an answer and they asked for specificity Mm-hmm. I don't think they should have let him go to multiple, but that's that's just
1: me. It sounds like something that would happen in the Star Wars League, yes. to be honest. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it sounds yeah. more like
3: a Star Wars <laughs> League problem than yeah. a singles league problem,
1: 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
0: Frank? Yeah. I, oh, Molly, I, do you have something else?
1: Oh, I was just going to say, Alonzo, I think, has a wealth of movie trivia yes. knowledge. He just had bad luck with this one. Mm-hmm. They both played great.
4: Frank? yeah, going back to the that challenge, i I don't think they should have let Brendan keep his challenge after they ruled the way that they did um because he actually lo- he lost the challenge. He was challenging that his answer was sufficient enough, and they did not, and they said it wasn't. yeah. and so then he therefore he should have lost his challenge. I will say that I think I think it's fine that after being asked to specify that he thank <laughs> Abby, uh, that uh, would allow to check down multiple choice. I think that's okay. I think that's okay because they're asking him to be more specific and he's like, you know what? Okay. Multiple choice. Uh, if he has to be more specific then you can go to, he, because it wasn't his final, final answer for, yeah. for what it's worth, I guess you could say. Um, I don't know, you might have to take a vote on the league if that's how they want to approach it. Because I think you could Real. I hear arguments for both sides. I, mm-hmm. I personally think that if if the player seems like he knows the answer and, and he's wavering back and forth, what are they actually looking for? You know, now I'm actually kind of talking myself into the fact that they probably shouldn't let him talk. <laughs> <and take> him <laughs> choice, as they keep talking about it out loud, so maybe they shouldn't have. I don't know. But um, think, in the I moment, I was fine. I think
3: them saying can you be more specific as enough of a kind of hint to lead him in the right direction of what they're looking for? Like, you know what I mean? I don't think he really needed the multiple choice.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
3: So. Kind of well,
0: what, what are, I want to, I want to ask this question. Cause this is something that's come up a lot is the judges leading players on with that type of question. Mm-hmm. And I know that I know what like Mark and Christian are doing there. Like if, if someone was talking and they said that like my first instinct would be like, well, that's not it exactly. Can you be more specific? But in the in like the game itself, should they be allowed to lead them on, or should that be something that should be talked about at, at a later date, like after depends. the season?
3: I think it depends because in in the Star Wars League, I can definitely see why they would say, "Can you be more specific?" Because in the Star Wars League, you need to be as specific as overly specific. <laughs>
1: um,
3: with with singles, it's. It's a, I think sometimes you can maybe get away with being a little more vague in singles, but for this one, there's a difference between being lesbians and being in a relationship. They can be lesbian friends. They can be, like, yeah. they could They could just not be in a relationship. So, for me, in a relationship was incorrect. Um, but, I, yeah, the whole leading a player that because that question is weird like so i kind of get why mark did it but like also should he have should which they have just i said think that was wrong
4: also leads me to believe that mark ellis doesn't know the movie then as well or yeah. at all that's yeah. true yeah. right that's true so that's where that comes into play so then you actually then have to defer to what the answer is right in front of you yeah because which now is what you're, happens
1: think, in star wars <laughs> Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> right so i think that's that's you know human error Right there. That's fair. Um, fair. And I think at that point, I guess, you know, Mark was thinking, well, lesbians, yeah, he thinks of them as in in a relationship, I guess, by default, in a sense, or at least in that moment. And I guess just assume, I, I mean, I've never seen the movie, so I can't say one way or the other. I I'm kind of venturing to guess that he's also never seen the movie. All right. And that's new why it new ended week plans,
3: guys, we're going to sit down. We're going to watch <laughs> this movie together and we will come back with an actual outcome of what we think about this question.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting if like there was an actual relationship going on. And that was kind of like the main thing of the movie. Yeah. So, I don't
0: know. I don't know.
3: Um,
0: all right. So before we get to the pay-per-view discussion, we do have a couple stream labs that have come Did through. Brian
3: talk about that match. Are you skipping over Brian,
0: did I? <laughs> he doesn't even know. <laughs> I don't even know at this point. <laughs> no, you talked about it because you
3: talked oh, yeah, about it.
0: Uh, yeah, really yeah, oh, oh, yeah, because
2: I went to you first. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I never
2: go first. So it. when I do, I'm okay. like,
3: yeah. That's why I wow, was like, Jill. wait, did you wow. talk to Brian? Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow, Jill. Sorry. Wow. Throw me on the bus.
0: Just. Not throwing under
3: the bus. Wow. I'm just making wow. sure everyone speaks their she piece. Was
0: <laughs> and then backed up. And I, I messed like, up. 100%, 100%. I realized um, I was wrong. Okay, so we do have a couple Streamlabs and no oh. real questions here. Just, you know, grateful donations here. And so, thank Samir, you. thank you for the donation. He says, hi, Frank. Um, And then. Uh, hi. Not, <laughs> not Sean Sullivan with the donation. Oh, I'm only watching because, Frank, the truth is here. So thank you very much for that.
3: Thanks not Sean um, Sullivan for only watching when <laughs> Frank is here.
0: <laughs> and then
3: uh
0: Ferris Muthana with the donation as well. And he says, hello. So thank you all for the stream labs. Uh, much appreciated. You guys, the stream labs link is in the description below. If you want to send any questions in, you are more than welcome to do so. And we really appreciate that. But with that said, let's go ahead and get into the Friday pay-per-view. The one that we're really here to discuss. Let's, let's get into this bad boy because my goodness was this a pay-per-view event, not just in the making, but one that absolutely lived up to the hype. And we'll start with the uh, the quote-unquote undercard, um, <gasps> the first match of the night. Oh, that was an uh, undercard
3: is insane to me. That is, a, yeah. that is a that is a main event in itself. But. Yes, but, and so no, is- we have... It was
0: an undercard. It was an undercard. You want to know, <laughs> know why? Because their names are underneath the other names.
3: Uh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um so we had who's the boss and so mark Riley and bateman ben bateman playing shazam with uh brendan meyer and william bibbiani and shockingly shazam walking away with a ko in this match
1: um
3: were you not oh God. at God. the
4: result are you talking about the result or just the, how it happened I will, I'll, results
3: just told KO. Had you told us at the, in the beginning general. that they were going to be KO'd, I would have oh. said you're high and that would never happen. Like, no,
0: sorry, my internet. But, yeah, out I there. mean, oh,
4: you're
3: good. It's,
0: it's, okay. it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, look, look, it's 13 to 10 after first round. Shazam's up by three points. We go into round number two, and who's the boss is just struggling. They spin opponent's choice, they get classics, obviously, something that's very, very difficult, and they only end up giving five points from from that round and uh, shazam walking away with a with four points and steals which Mm -hmm. was the big deal and after who's the boss's round two shazam is up 17 to 15 which is just absolutely crazy in the situation of this kind of match and then after round two obviously shazam goes in they land on comedies they take it two weeks in a row they've taken um a their first wheel spin not really considering spinning again they've just taken it they've trusted themselves and they've gone with it they end up getting 9 points walking with KO 11 points up. Uh just absolutely crazy. We'll get into the challenge a little bit after the discussion of the match because I know that's <sighs> something we're going to talk about, but uh let's just talk about this in general and and Molly, I'll go to you first. I mean and I know you had said the possibility of a TKO in the final match because it could have gone one way or the other. Were you ever, ever expecting this in the first one?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> no, I, I try not to ever expect a KO. Um, just, I don't know for reasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but man, this was such a interesting match and them getting classics on the wheel. What? And those questions were insanely hard. Uh, I don't think I knew a single one. <laughs>
0: I don't think I've I don't think I've ever heard of any of thing that was asked. In that I was rap. like, <laughs> I
1: apparently don't have never seen a classic movie.
0: <laughs>
1: and then yeah, all those all the points that were stolen. I was like, damn, that that was. Yeah. And then it was basically over from there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jill. I,
3: I, Going in, even after round one, clearly, girls they wouldn't have gotten KO'd. Their round one they struggled on. And then they spun opponent's choice. And it, some players can get opponent's choice and freaking kill it. And it just, apparently, Classics is a Achilles heel for who's the boss. Now we've all seen it. They literally admitted it at their after interviews that you apparently can't study Classics, which I... Think is kind of an excuse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to say you don't know a que- like. It's yeah. okay to, you, you can say you don't know the answer. To me, that's not weakness. Like for you to say that that's hard to study, I think is kind of a cop out.
4: Um, and but, look, I may, I'm sorry to interject, but no, no, I may ahead. not know. I may not know these movies, but the questions were had the verbiage of Oscar nominee or Oscar winner. You know, yeah. these weren't like completely obscure. Classics
3: mm-hmm. uh, and, classic and you could hear it and you could hear it in the way they were talking through the questions. Bateman and Riley were going this one, the Oscar, and this, this one, the Oscar, and this. So they they like they could have deducted it. I knew I two of was, the answers. I like, thought
4: it I was I unfortunate given that how Bateman studies Oscars that they were getting Oscar related yes. classic yep. movies, and I was yes. like, oh, this might this aspect of the questions might actually
3: might help, help them, exactly but they
4: that. were just. They were just washed. I will say,
3: I think what kind of shifted the game was when Bateman made that kind of strategic dig at Bibbs.
1: Yeah.
3: And then right after that, he missed getting a perfect round. And I, and then Brendan, of all people who do you <laughs> do not expect to pull that card, went, oh, funny how that happened right after you made that comment. <laughs> and then I mean, everything just spirals from just,
4: there. And that just, to me, that Jeff yeah, from Brennan just really demonstrated how badly he wanted to win. <laughs> yes. Because you, know, yeah. you say that when you – you you come up you have a retort like that when you really want to be whoever you're playing that mm-hmm. day. As much as you might respect them, because there is a a lot of respect I think between Brendan and Bateman. I won't oh
3: hundred percent venture
4: a guess between Bibbs and and Bateman. I think, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> I think they got Brendan. Some...
3: Brendan hi- highly respects everybody in this league. Yeah. let's be real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. be real. But yeah, I think as soon as Brendan came back with that jab, they were grasping at straws at that point. They and they never came back. For, I think i think they were stunned that someone came back with like their own jedi mind tricks because like i feel like bateman especially but who's the boss is that kind of team that uses like those strategic mind trick gameplay and when someone did it back to them it just they didn't know what to do and their mind wasn't in the game at that point and it just I mean, every every player, every team is going to have one of those matches that just does not go their way with the wheel size, with the questions, with how they're playing. And for this, that that was who's the boss today, unfortunately. And this was Ben's first time getting knocked out. Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: and yeah. I mean, but all, it happens to all the best players. I mean, it's happened to Merle. It's happened to Kalinowski. It's happened to yeah. many players. So Alex. Alex, 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 thanks Kalinowski, Uh, but it's, I, I, I think I said in our, uh, our, when we talked about this beforehand, that this match really could have gone either way, it was really a coin toss, never in my life would I have expected it to be a knockout like it was, there, I, there was no way, and I, when it happened, me, Brian, and Jake watched together, all of us couldn't talk for literally 45 seconds, we were just like, I
4: think, uh, I think the most telling part about the match is after round one, when Finstock and Riley and Bateman, there's a lot of reassuring going on there that just didn't feel like your standard. Yeah, that's okay. We got, it It felt yes. really, yes.
2: Yeah. You know,
4: desperate in, in, yeah. within them because, and also it's it Bateman taking the jab at Bibiani in the first round um, is such – it's obviously a calculated move, but yes. there was a big miscalculation on when Bateman was going to strike at Bibiani because Bibiani is one of the best first-round question players of 100%. all time. And to think that you're going to try and it, – it, it's, it's a calculated strike because if you can get him at the best part of his game, which is the first round – then, yeah, you you have an edge. But in this instance, I think Bateman overestimated um, when to implement it, at, at what time. And the fact that he did it so early on, I think kind of it, it demonstrated to me that he was very, very worried about mm-hmm. this match and how it could go. And also, we have to talk about they burned all the repeats in the first round. Yes, that, that was is, nuts. Incredibly, I mean, look—you don't have anything to fall back on if you were to get to a five-pointer. You're, mm-hmm. you have 15 seconds, and that is it for a five-pointer. Yeah. Which I was expecting this match to go to for both for both oh, teams. Mm-hmm. So, for them to burn all three of them, and all oh, by the way, they only ended up with 10 points. You know, and
3: I think I think twice of the repeats. They didn't even get the question. They still didn't right, get for it. Sure, once, the I, yeah, yeah. For sure, once maybe twice, but yeah. so they completely wasted a JTE, and it was just not the not the <laughs> usual gameplay you see from an OG yeah. former champion like Riley and a former champion and Ben Bateman. Like it's, I, you just,
4: I think that's just also over preparing in a strategic in a strategic sense yes. against the team because Shazam is is not a team that you can really hyper strategize on because they know so much they're they, they their, um, their, their gaps overlap or I'm sorry, their strengths and weaknesses. They overlap to cover each other's weaknesses. So there's not a whole lot of strategy that you can really do, especially for the first round. I mean, that's obviously mental warfare, but mm-hmm. you know, Bibbs is a veteran of this it's... league. Brendan Meyer, I think he's been in many different types of uh, situations where he, he's he been under certain pressure. And while the Schmodown is certainly uh, unique in its way. I think, you know, Brendan Meyer, who has, I think, just immense confidence in Bibbs, that's very reassuring for him in a way to, you know, go through anything. And I think likewise mm-hmm. with Bibbs, to tell you the truth as well. So that's why they're a great team. Uh, just an inc- just absolute destruction from Shazam <laughs> over who's the boss. And, you know, it leaves question marks for who's the boss big time.
3: I have. Yeah.
4: Oh, go, Which, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, was just, no, I go will ahead.
3: add just another just input. I wonder if it was just Ben versus Bibbs. I think that what Ben had did would have definitely rattled Bibiani, but Bibiani being with Brendan, I think really helped him not let that face him. So I think if it wasn't for Brendan being there, that could have completely gone in Bateman's favor, but Brendan made sure that did not happen.
1: Yeah, uh, Molly, go ahead. Uh, I just, I had, I think I had my favorite question in round one from this match, which was the animated one, and it just, it just open, makes was sense. It open that, season. Oh no, that, it, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Open season. Open yeah. season. And, okay, I knew that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it just made so much sense that the kid knew. <laughs> movie. It was the one who
0: knew <laughs> I mean, it. Yeah,
1: because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone said open range, and I was like, okay, they're getting that close. That Bateman, did, Bateman right. said
0: open range. No, and, I think
1: Riley said. Ma- open been
3: right one or the other yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah well mistake me if i'm wrong on this one so after the, the 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 mind warfare by bateman in the first round i don't think he got a question right after that because riley so. is the only one that correctly answered in the second round i re-watched it earlier every yeah. question that bateman flat out answered in the second round they got wrong and i think he may have missed everything after the warfare thing with bibiani wow yeah yeah oh yeah
4: for sure i mean bibiani beat bateman at his own game and, yeah. and and then you on top of the fact that he got knocked out. <laughs> like I mean, talk about a double whammy. That that's that's no fun. <laughs> so I mean, no. he he full he felt the full wrath of of Bibiani uh, that night because a- the mental warfare, the, the the knockout, just all of it.
3: Yes, Abby <laughs> Queen.
0: Of course,
3: Queen. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she said it. Do- she had, got- Queen. Oh, there you go. Hey. Yeah. I mean, it's, questions. It's, it's, uh, really, Brian, interject matches, here, man. What what
0: were your what were your thoughts on this one?
2: Uh yeah, I had three takeaways from this whole thing. Uh first being that Riley did not have a good first round, fought out. Like that
0: that was a big struggle. Um he, And we had I, talked about we had talked about how the match kind of hinged on which Riley we were gonna see. Yeah, and it seemed like it might have it might have kind of bled right into Bateman as well.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and um, someone I literally just saw someone put it in the comments that someone said um, that Riley admitted he didn't feel comfortable going in. Yeah, there you go. Um, He didn't Mm -hmm. feel comfortable with it. So you know,
1: also
3: Bateman's first time competing. Yes. Yes. Okay.
2: So I mean, that could have played a factor into it. Maybe not. Uh, I mean, I have a hard time. Frank, you kind of just did the head thing. Like I was probably
4: thinking. No, I was um, reac- reacting to what Jill said about Bateman's first time playing that's, online. That's, that's what I was thinking too. Sort of true. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I, I know what you I know what you're talking yeah. about.
2: But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far. I mean, I, I I mean, yes, it was his first. But the man does so much stuff online already. Yeah, Uh, it's to me. That's not that good of an excuse. Um, My second thing was um, last week. um, Was it Lon or some one of one of them from final exam or Paul Lon or Paul said nine out of ten times you're going to play Shazam, you're probably it was Paul Paul yeah it was Paul. other than that, they are on point. This was one of those nine times that they were freaking on point. They had no problem Mm-mm. with this. Mm-hmm. Nothing was going to phase them. You, They did more damage to the... Who's the boss did more damage to themselves than Shazam did Yes. any other way. So um, they... I, I don't... To be honest, have... I'll say, I don't think who's the boss has really any excuse. They flat out kind of fell on their face. Um, And then, um, I mean, my other thing was, I think Bateman kind of ate crow a little bit and he learned a little bit, I think. A nice slice of humble pie. Yeah. And what (laughs) Kalinowski learned Mm -hmm. when he goes, pisses off Roka, you light a fire uh, under someone and they're going to come for you if you are going after someone and you're pissing them off or getting them going they're only going to come for you harder they're not going to be a cower for the most part and be afraid they're going to come from you and bib come for you and bibs came for bateman from the get-go yeah. he was not going to let
3: he tried to play the game upside down. He was ready to do <laughs> right. those mind tricks, man. Right. I I can only imagine the backstage talk of Christian going, "You need to go right side up." He's going, "No, uh-huh. I'm okay." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he wanted to play that game upside down to, like,
2: nothing was going to phase yeah. Bibs. Yeah. He, he nothing. Was
3: ready he for was, a fight.
2: Yeah, he was in the zone more than I've seen it recently with him, and. Right. Not only was he in the zone, Brendan was there backing him up from the get go. Like there was nothing; these two literally were ready to tag team to take these people out. Like some of,
3: I think for me, Shazam is one of the best cohesive teams we've like personality wise and knowledge wise that we've
1: seen. In my personal opinion, they definitely balance each other out very well.
4: Yeah. Well, the thing that I what I want to agree. say lastly about Shazam is it's it's a, it's a it's a very apt name, um, <laughs> and they really should be called you know the Blitzkrieg because they <laughs> will <laughs> you know, they will pile up points in the first and second round like nobody's business, mm-hmm. and they put so much pressure on you going into that final round in the three round match. Now their only loss is to the Founding Fathers, and they were TKO'd. That's a five round match. Yes. There's much more room. For any team if they're down by a wide margin or a small margin to weather the storm and fight back against a team like shazam who's going to just bludgeon you in those first two rounds Mm -hmm. and if you if you're not experienced or you know a champion like the founding fathers it's gonna be hard to overcome that sort of obstacle shazam is such a great it might be one of the greatest three round teams Mm-hmm. of all time when it's yes. all said and done yes. because their point average through the first two rounds is astronomical their accuracy rate through the first two rounds is through the roof it's the best of all time I, I don't have the wow. exact number off the top of my head but if it's not number one it's close it's top
3: three behind
4: by time. Oh it's I would top two. Top two. Um, I'm that confident. I don't it's <laughs> wow. gonna be very
3: um, I'm not surprised by that close. though. I'm not at all surprised. Yeah.
4: So you know that's what that's what's funny about who's the boss in the approach is that they had he had to have known they were going to come out and at least throw up, you know, 20 some odd points in the first, you know, in the first round, 23 24 points in the first, you know, mm-hmm. two rounds. Um but you know,
0: it it was just a, it was a doozy, man. It was a doozy. <laughs> was I, a doozy. Know, doozy. I mean, look, at, with, without the steals, uh they scored 22 points through two rounds. With the steals, they scored 26. I mean, you see teams matches yeah. were they get that many points altogether. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that, it's, it's just, it's insane. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm going
2: to say my last thing was to me, it, it almost was like precision how they were going through. Who's the boss mm-hmm. first round. They nailed it. Second round. They literally like outplayed game wise on yes. that. They, they got something threw it at them. Not only was it something that they knew the other team was going to struggle with, but the kid was ready to take anything that they missed. Mm-hmm. And then they go to their round in the lead and just wipe the floor with it. So yeah. it, it was the most precise like takedown, I, in my opinion, I've seen in a while. Of a team and mm-hmm. for it to be some a team the caliber of who's the boss that just impresses me even more because mm-hmm. i mean i think if you would have come in saying someone's getting ko'd in this i would have been <laughs> like
3: yeah. uh yeah okay. <laughs>
2: sure, <I'll laughs> okay, that, okay. Yeah. yeah and then to see how it went down it was like whoa okay that that was wild so <laughs> Yeah, it was fantastic. And
3: From- we still haven't talked about the elephant in the room, which is that. Well, that because <laughs> <laughs> that was also great. <laughs> um what the hell was that challenge? I'm sorry.
0: Oh yeah. We I haven't have even grasp- that. we haven't even talked about it. What yeah. In the it's the called hell. desperation, Jill.
3: Called it's, yeah. called, <laughs> it's literally called grasping at straws. Yeah, like yeah. There's so
1: many Elvises out there though.
3: <laughs> like <laughs> Me? I mean, but here's my thing with that is if it was if they didn't go to multiple choice and he only answered Elvis, he had every right to challenge that because there could be other actors named Elvis out there. It was in multiple choice, and only one of the answers had Elvis as the answer. If you can answer A, B, C, and D, and that's sufficient, you can answer yeah. Elvis and have it be sufficient.
2: No, that's one hundred percent right. That
3: that challenge was one hundred percent desperation. And I, I like Bateman. You know, you weren't gonna get awarded that. Like, I hope because that was just <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It could have been his cousin.
0: It's. I, I agree. I. I was shocked when it was happening, I and mean, we were we were watching together. I just.
4: I, 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 I think you. I literally
3: went, "What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> like, I what are you doing?". Yeah.
4: I mean, this stems from uh, the Ethan Irwin match '60s. This is where this comes from. So, yes. yeah. and this is what's going to happen now. So.
3: And yeah. I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't stand those like petty grasping at challenge <laughs> challenges like. Abby. Uh, it, it just wastes time. It's. I don't think it's cool. But I don't think I. I don't know. It's. I
4: do get why he did it because he's trying to avoid a knockout, which was right there on but the. But even for he them.
3: knew that they weren't going to give him those points. It's Ben freaking he Bateman. Did like, he? Yes, he. Like it's uh, if he didn't, it's it's Ben Bateman. He knows this game like the back been, of his hand. Like I
2: honestly feel like they probably were so far in their own heads. Holy crap! What what can we do to stop this? That they were looking for something and they were hoping yeah. that challenge killed the momentum and it, was, it sorely backfired.
3: That was the dumbest challenge ever made in <laughs> Motown history. I'm sorry. That, it was Oh, you, it was you don't
4: think so Brandon Hanna's challenge was the, wasn't the okay. dumbest
3: <laughs> Okay, that, that close second. Close second yeah. from Brandon Hanna. Yeah. Because okay. both of them have a list. There's a list of IG movies and there is a list of ABCD. Like, both of them are equally stupid. It was... <laughs>
0: Um okay, so two things before we move on. We we have not addressed this. Uh the great appearance by Mr. Long. So good. So so good. So fabulous, Funny. absolutely fabulous. Um so on par, just it, it was perfect. It was absolutely yeah. perfect. I don't know your guys' thoughts at all, but it was just cleaned up his act. And then is just, he gonna
3: yeah. now? Is he is he gonna be dressed like that in his next match now? Like what's gonna no uh, here in your story? No, he gonna cleaned
2: happen? up his act and then got upset that he didn't do it. So he said he's going right back to drinking. So but, yeah, good, realized, for you, yeah.
3: good for you,
0: Lon. Good for you. So good. Um, and then second, we do have a uh, one stream labs that has come Aww. through, and so thank you for not Abby Friel for the donation. <gasps> uh, Who could it? I be? don't. <laughs> I don't have anything to say, but shout out to my open season question in round one. So, yes. Wait,
3: there you, you said you were not Abigail Friel. Then who 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 wrote the, <laughs> then who wrote the that
2: open must have season been, um, oh,
3: Was it not? Sean? Oh, I get it. So not Sean Sullivan is Abby, and yeah. not Abby is Sean. It all makes sense now. We figured it out, guys.
0: Um, okay, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and wrap up the show here and discuss the uh, the big match. The final match of the night, the pay-per-view title teams match between Corruption and Founding Fathers. Founding Fathers, the champions, and Corruption trying to come in and uh, dethrone them. And they very much did that in, I'll be honest, a shockingly respectful match from both
4: sides. Right? Um, Yeah,
1: there wasn't a
4: whole lot of... Yeah. match Because
0: they knew. They were both nervous. They were both... They knew. 100%. And I'll say this. I, I mean... I'll have to go back and, and look at what other matches are like title matches, but this is one of my all time favorite teams matches.
3: Me too. If not too.
0: Oh, yeah. title match in general, like it was so fun, the back and forth, the points scored, um, you know, founding fathers being up the first three rounds, uh, betting with three points, and taking a chance in that round three and going up even more points. And then corruption coming back the final two rounds. Uh, and then, I mean, we could talk about the Chance Allison thing too with the round, uh, the five pointer question here in a bit. But wow, some- what an what an absolute match in this one, Frank. I'll I'll go to you first on this one, man. What did you think on this one?
4: Oh man, this is a great match. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's I was on the edge of my seat for, for real. I, I was in my room here watching this match, and I'm you know, uh man, it was it was great, <laughs> and because you're you're, you're watching a, a really a really great r- rivalry. We don't really have it that much anymore just because of how much the Little league is changing teams mm-hmm. and players are dropping in and out and switching factions or joining up combined, you know, so this is one of the the few ones that we have that actually, you know, has any kind of oomph to it. Mm-hmm. So for these two teams to go in very respectful of one another and how could finding fathers not respect corruption. I mean, yeah, they took the belts from them, but, Corruption slapped Founding Fathers away a couple of times already. So there is that threat there and Founding Fathers respected it and Corruption respected the fact that, you know, Founding Fathers took the belts from them and that mm-hmm. they're Mount Rushmore players, Hall of Famers. So all of that led to just a very tense, a very tense, tense match. And Chance Olsen I think,
1: no, you're out. good. You're
4: go good. There you, you good. go. You're good. Okay. You said you left off
3: at Chance Ellison. What yeah. about Chance
4: Ellison? Chance Ellison, uh, you could call him the MVP of the match, of his faction of the year, but Mike also came up huge in the speed round. Uh, yes. He basically beat Dan on the speed round, which you know is a feat in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So it was a it's definitely a combined team effort there. And that's what I love about You know, I I think of, I kind of prefer team matches to singles, but man, both provide excellent matches and drama. But teams for me, and this match personifies just how great the competition is, how great the gameplay is, how great the camaraderie can be, the rivalry can be. It had all all the elements you really wanted, and, you know, they have history. So it was just a perfect storm. Kind of unfortunate it was a a virtual match, but I'll take it. This is what we're Um, after Jeez. uh
0: molly
1: a chance is quickly becoming one of my all-time favorite characters and uh, players to watch i mean he not only was he calm and like like he always is nice. this whole thing Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try this on my next match. Okay? i want this <laughs> on a shirt can chance get a shirt he might copyright it like, oh he yeah. might trademark
4: it that's like, great chance. just that's the great. hands
1: Um, but yeah, just the wealth of knowledge that he knows how calm he was. And I agree, like this was a very, very tense match with the exception of chance being cool as a cucumber. Um, you you could see it in Kalinowski's face a few times that like those nerves really getting him, uh, racked. And then (laughs) I loved, uh. Roka just standing up and like kind of breathing <laughs> kind of heavy on his microphone and just like pulling a pulling of the kid you know like <laughs> pulling yeah, the
4: kid. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so much heavy breathing these matches.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's this was such a fun match to watch. And like the some of the categories um Angela Bassett, Nora Ephron like this is hey. this is some hard hard stuff and it was so entertaining to watch.
0: Jill, uh,
3: this has match of the year contender for yeah. Me here. I think for me, this is my favorite match of the year. Uh, I agree with what people are saying in the chat. Chance has player of the year in my books right now. This again with both of these team matches for me, these really could have gone either way because we've seen before how Founding Fathers and Corruption just one win you that one wins the other one wins one wins the other one and so this really could have gone either way. This, and Mike said it at the end, this was Chance's match. This was his match. He is really the reason why they won.
1: That five-pointer man. And
3: that five-pointer. Oh ta- okay, so as soon as as soon as Corruption won, I messaged Chance, and I said, Chance, you fucking did it. This was like, <laughs>
1: you fucking did it.
3: And he was like, you're not the first person to say that to me, but thank you. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, So I will, because I told him that I would as we do this reaction, I was- Fucking pacing around the room. I was watching with Brian and Jake. I said, "I need to stand up. I need to stand up right now." Because he was contemplating that five-point question, and he said the answer. Like either the first JT or the second, he said. We looked it up, and he said the answer. We were like, "You have it right!" Oh my god, say the answer! And then I he, looked it up, and, and then Mike was like, Mike was like, "Are you sure it's not this?" And we're like, "Mike, no, stop it!" Yes,
0: yeah, the, no, the entire I- time we had pulled it up on our phones, and then Chance said it. And then they repeated
3: we, screaming. Oh, and we were pacing. losing our minds watching. him. We were him. losing our freaking minds. And then I was like, I swear to God, if he says it after the second JTE and then he doesn't say final answer, I am going to die. Like
1: <laughs> Did they use all of their repeats? They on use that? all of
3: their yeah. JTEs on yeah. the fifth question. Yeah. I think so the founding
1: fathers. I think founding fathers used yes. all three of theirs as well. Yeah,
0: they um, they all burned them in the right spot. Yeah.
1: That well, that, that to me shows like these are these are top players yes
4: experience yeah you know
3: yeah
1: and did he did can we confirm that chance did
3: 100 percent know the answer as he soon as it, it was asked
2: he said it right after they went he went hey mike i knew the answer and the mike went you've Son of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: way to give your teammate
3: a heart attack chance. Way to give me a heart attack chance. It was great
4: theater for sure, though. It was fun. great yeah. theater.
3: I was dying. My blood pressure went through the roof because I was freaking pacing around the room, going, "I swear to God, if he doesn't say this answer, yeah." Uh, well, it was so they, good.
1: When they were reading the question, I was like, they before they finished reading the question, I was like, "Oh man, this is a." Producer question?
3: Well, when they said horror, <laughs> my heart kind of dropped. I went, mine. oh, god! Because yeah. with horror questions, it can really go either way. Like it's really a coin flip well, for those. The- when
4: it was a more recent horror flick, then I was like, okay, he actually might have it. I was like, Chance yeah. probably does have a shot at it. If it was a if it was an they, older. Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, this is gonna be rough. Yeah. Even yeah, I was still giving Chance a decent shot at it because I just kind of know his knowledge. Mm-hmm. And but once it's more current. Yeah, I think.
3: Is there anything that kid doesn't know?
1: Like, <laughs> well, as they kept reading the question, then they're like, "This person also directed," and I was like, "Oh, if it's a director, uh-huh. there's a good yeah. chance Chance knows this." Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
4: Chance. Yeah, it, it wound up being more then. of a director question than you know mm-hmm. than anything. So, well, yeah, with that aspect, you're totally right, Molly. It's like, yeah, Chance probably even Mike to an extent, you know, but more so Chance, obviously, um, who being the stronger player, which Mike clearly you know that's one thing actually you got, you have to say about corruption is that there's always this um when you talk about teams and who's the A player and who's the B player there are some some of them are like oh, well we don't really think of it that way blah 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 but i think in certain aspects it's important to know your role and know your place and when to you know who to defer to because that you know i think can stifle any of this internal strife that they that, that might go on there. And if you know your role, you know your place and you know, you know how you contribute and you all know where everyone lies instead of playing this ego game, uh-huh. then you, you you're going to be more than fine. And I think actually that that's part of their success for founding fathers because uh-huh. when's the last time you ever heard Roca defer to anybody even <laughs> before he was with Dan Merle, but once he got yeah. to Dan Merle, he was like, no, this is the greatest of all time. Yeah. He used to say that about himself all the time. Once again, with Dan Merle, <laughs> learn. Like, oh
3: no, it's this guy. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> so, and I think you know, there's a lot that that goes that goes into that that helps form a team that that mm-hmm. makes them as strong as they are. When you see it with Finding Fathers and Corruption
0: um brian before i get to you real quick we do have a stream that has come through and this is from tim sim so tim sim thank you for the donation mm-hmm. uh and it's it's to something that we definitely need to talk about all it took was a, a round four where corruption played a near flawless speed round That's to flip the game to... towards their favor and rode with it to the win when chance nailed the five-point question is that mm-hmm. night the start of finsock exchanges collapse let's go ahead and talk about the first part of the question uh the speed round um I know when we were watching, I was shocked uh, that Merle and Roca were struggling as much as they I were. Wasn't. Uh and it, And then Chance and Mike just flew right through it. Uh, they go nine for nine, and uh, Merle and Roka go six for eight. And so a big, big point swing there. Um I mean, Jill, you just said that you weren't that surprised. What are your no. thoughts on the whole thing?
3: And I think I told you guys when we were watching is that if there's a if there's a point in this game where <laughs> a team where corruption can come back in this, it's the speed round, because I think Dan has proven a couple of times that the speed round is really not like his best round. Um, he knows the answers, but he's one of those players that needs to take the time to really think about it. I I believe Roka's is the same way too, and so to see corruption absolutely crush it and for founding fathers to still do good they did not have a bad speed round it just wasn't as good as corruption um so if and that was just my feelings on it is that if corruption if this is if there's a round where corruption can really take it to the next level and come out on top it was the speed round and it was 100 proven right they didn't miss a question i think they just skipped the one Mm -hmm. and it's hard to come back when they when a team goes nine and nine of ten in a speed round
1: yeah, that's when I was thinking of uh, I'm looking at the stats right now. So Merle and Roca both having a miss instead of a pass that to me yes. shows yeah. that they're they're not quite like, on. They're, yeah, they're not quite comfortable on par with the digital the way that the digital speed round works yet, because mm-hmm. they just like blurted out an answer instead of what they should have done as pass.
3: Well, then, even and even with the Bateman Merle match back in Atlanta, I believe that was Bateman wiped the floor with Dan in the speed round, if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. Dan maybe may have gotten one or one or two points in the speed round, and Ben wiped the floor with him. Bateman's so that,
2: scary with the buzzer. Yes, you put no buzzer in front of him. No,
3: <laughs> but it just shows that for Dan anyway that he's not as quick on the the. Not maybe just the hand buzzer reflexes, but also the cups coming out with an answer super quickly, but he still had a good, he still had a great speed round. It just wasn't up to corruption caliber.
0: And I did, I did uh, write down the wrong stats. That's on me. I, I didn't, I didn't include the missed points for the questions. I always forget to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> uh, so they only got four points in that round, not the six that I had said before. Frank uh, thoughts on the speed round. Uh, yeah, it was, I was curious to see how it was going to you know,
4: shaped the match because while he was still fairly close, right? Um Finally, flowers did had the lead, and if they just did what they, you know, I don't know. It's that whole, the whole situation. You gonna go? You are gonna wager? Are you gonna go? You are gonna wager? And it was all really wacky. <laughs> that but took, you know, yeah. Feel. That was a. They'll lot. get it all. I know they'll get it all straightened out for for the next one, but yeah. uh I was interested to see how this would play because one player gets one set of questions and the other player gets another different set of questions. Mm-hmm. And I know Christian had talked about on the broadcast, how, how you know people were talking about, like, it, it doesn't allow for teams to come back and, and make a comeback the way that it, we, we felt like it prevented Smets or that it prevented, you know, um, was it Ethan Erman and, and um, Dan Merle or, you know, to that like, so, but what I will say to that though, is the difference there is, there's two players, two different sets of questions, mm-hmm. and with singles and intergeekdom, it's just that one player who can go on a rhythm of the 10 questions where you know it's just five, you get five, and you don't have as much time or roughly the same amount of time. So I, I think there's a different dynamic going on there that can allow for things like that to happen in teams where I think, especially when you get hyper-specific with intergeekdom, I'm sorry, and Star Wars, that's the one I'm referencing, not Merle and... <laughs> <laughs> and Erwin. there's too many things going on. It's specific to <laughs> what's
1: happening.
4: <laughs> Intergeekdom and Star Wars specifically, where it's it's just so it's really not gonna happen with those divisions, more so with teams and singles. Uh I could see it happening, but you know, and that's and that's what in a sense saves corruption in this match, you know. Um hmm. as long as you can keep it close, it was always gonna come down to the five pointer, yes. sure, but it's who's gonna have the five pointer that wins them the game mm-hmm. and, and you know. The speed round can help you get to that spot,
0: especially because it's you know second to last round. Uh, Brian, thoughts on it all since we have not uh, gone to you yet. Uh
4: yeah
2: i I had chose corruption to win this. Um, I it was this is an instant classic in my opinion. Yes. Uh, it's one of those matches that if you want to show someone a good I match.
3: If you're introducing this, someone to Schmodown, this yeah. is one of the matches you should. This show. is
2: one of those types of matches that you get you put in front of them, and they'll get hooked. Um, not to mention, give the backstory of how many times they played each other and everything. It uh, it was fantastic from the get go, and it was it was, you could tell they were having fun, and mm-hmm. there was no. It was it was fun to watch because as we love a good like character match where they're popping off at each other and blah, 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 blah. blah. But sometimes you, it's just fun to watch a downright battle for battle. Who knows more trivia. And that's all you're mm-hmm. talking about. And that's exactly what this was. It was literally who knows trivia between four friends and it, they were chirping at each other, but it was, fun like there was no no malice nothing
3: no. i uh, loved a was- little bit when they were answering on the sweet words and this one what is it this i think it's this are you yeah. sure it's this yeah. i'm pretty yeah. confident it's that. like th- that little back and forth <laughs> is so much fun yeah it was-
1: i concur yeah. Could,
3: could, could we make that on a shirt but spelled it K O N. Like I yeah,
2: like, yeah.
3: making a shirt, Trade. guys
2: and trademark. Card. No, and but trademark. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was so good from the get go. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you can't ask for a better title match than that. Um, it, it just yeah, and I mean Shannon i winston's been killing it but you cannot can't count out shannon's managing right now
3: you cannot
2: she i think she found something and it is freaking working Mm -hmm. whatever it is either i mean it sounds it sounds like from what mike was saying that everyone in corruption is is hungry for a belt uh, whatever and They're working very well as a team. Even the people that aren't doing anything are helping them. And if that's the case, that is scary because, I mean, you never know who what team is a little bit disconnected from each other. But if you have a team that is cohesively working together, this is the type of stuff you're going to see. A team going from last place to dominating – winning belts and taking first place. Yep. So, I mean, it, I, I'm not, I'm not saying who should have manager of the year right now. Cause it is still very early. Um, but there to me, Shannon and Winston are on equal level right now. Yeah. So it's, I mean, she was not during that match. She was probably the most aggressive person. Not even playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She was, <laughs> was gonna make sure that some <laughs> bullshit was not gonna
3: happen. Well, she was ready and for her it. Team
2: was gonna lose from it. She was on Roka for those hands. She mm-hmm. was
3: on good it. on her. Good on her for being so on those thing. hands. Yeah. Right?
2: If you are willing to do whatever to win, so be it. I mean, it, but. I mean, I mean, I'm in no way. Am I saying that Roka was cheating and have his hand? Oh no, 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 no. But like,
1: but he took the time to say, I can't cheat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, but I mean, that's the type of ferocity that she has right now. You put your hands down. She's going to call you out on it. Yeah. He's not going to, I let also,
3: it- uh, I also appreciate any manager that is already waiting with the champagne right next to you. Just waiting yeah. for your team yeah. to win. So, yeah. like-
4: Um, On the the, uh, manager of the year talk discussion, it's, I know a lot, I saw the poll I think today in the Facebook group that overwhelmingly still for Winston, and I get it. Um, There's also an aspect of how Shannon has to manage. Shannon is, someone pointed out that, oh, well, Shannon has Chance and Mike. It's like, yeah, she has to manage those expectations, fulfill Mm -hmm. those expectations. Guess who's not doing that? Dagnino. Yeah. Right. So there is a difference right there and a different type of metric in terms of how you're looking at who's manager of the year has, mm-hmm. has Winston put together a good squad through the draft? Yes. Has he managed some fairly inexperienced players to incredible runs? Sure. Has he formulated a, an incredible team with with final exam? Yeah. They, I mean the ACE run Chandru winning the energy team title, um, so he's done a lot of great things, and he got um, another win out of uh, Rogue 2, right, with Lavik and Lishan Miller. You know, that's a combo he put together that won him a match. So he's got a lot of good things going for him. But Shannon it has to manage the expectations of seasoned champion-level players, and she delivered a championship, a team championship. She delivered a, an all-corruption ter- Intergeekdom tournament, yes. mm-hmm. right? So you look at the aspects now. She's when you look at corruption singles up to this point. Before I get into sing, or the tournament, rather, hasn't been ideal. She's tried out rookies, right? hasn't really Hasn't really worked until Marisol and Adam Collins. She plucked them yeah. out of free agency, yeah. threw them in, and got wins. Yep. Yeah, so. You know, she has other aspects to her managing style in year that I think makes the race more close in my eyes than I than I see from the audience right now, the fans right now. But I'm not going to be mad if Winston wins it at all if we're judging it up to this point. No. But I think the race should be a lot closer in 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 people's minds. Yes, the corruption invitational. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think it's actually much more closer, but. I also, I I get it too as well, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's my opinion on it.
0: I I agree. It's, it's become much closer as of recently. Like Winston had Winston very much had like the first half of the year with from like, and then from like April to the beginning of July, it was like all Winston, but ever since the IG tournament, the end of it and now the team's match and going into the singles tournament, the coin is kind of flipping towards Shannon's end. And so it's all going to come down to what the singles tournament does And then obviously what happens is spectacular as well with everything going on there. Um, I will say one thing about the the match, though is I really, really enjoyed seeing a different side of uh, Mike Kalinowski and kind of taking a backseat to Chance Mm -hmm. and realizing that his game has uh, not just gotten better but surpassed what he can do in uh, singles and teams format because it looked like to me that Chance was very much the A player And Mike is the B player. And that kind of has flipped as of recent. We're going, you know, beforehand, it was always Mike and Chance. To now, it very much feels like it's Chance and Mike. And Mike enjoying seeing Chance do that and trusting him in these situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very fun to see because through the virtual format, we've seen a very different Mike Kalinowski. right? He's very laid back. He's having fun. He's enjoying what he's doing. And in the team's format, he can do that while trusting his partner to be able to do what he does getting a perfect round, getting the bonus question, crushing a five-pointer. I mean, just like Mike said, I'm taking the two because I trust you with a three. And yeah. so it, it's it's just a different side of Kalinowski, and I'm really liking seeing it, and it's really, really working for them. And they are they are very much a team to be, just I, to be scared of. Obviously, yeah. they had the belts, but they're better than they ever were before.
4: Yeah, I think to that aspect you're talking about where, well, it's Mike and Chance, and now it's Chance and Mike, I think when Chance got paired with Kalinowski – uh chance a new player he's, he's you know and so he needed some sort of protection and, and show and, and be showed the ropes in, in a way that mike could afford at that time especially at that year the anarchy year you know where he was just on fire so you kind of guide chance now chance has really come into his own but i always but i have thought from the beginning that chance was the stronger of the two now mike certainly went on incredible runs and, and had some big wins but i always felt like Chance was the guy, and I think Kalinowski, I'm speculating here, but I think he probably figured out early on that Chance is that guy. Chance is, he's better than me. Okay? You know, but I can still play at a high level and compliment his game. We compliment each other's game, but I think Chance, at the end of the day, has always known more than Mike. That's not a slight at Mike, but, again, it's going back to recognizing your roles, and that's how they've had the success that they've had. So, I I love their dynamic, and What I think we have to take note of is player A and player B. Not necessarily, you know, who's the stronger and who's the weaker. It's young and an older player. Corruption. Young and older player with Bibiani and Brendan Meyer. Young and older player with Lon and Paul Look at the type of success Mm -hmm. those teams are having. Because as we get question writers like Abby... Who's on the younger side, paired with someone who's a little bit older in PJ Campbell, you're getting it old and new. So you're going to have to cover these areas. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you're seeing the success from those types of teams. Doesn't mean they're going to win it all, but it means they're going to be in every single match and it's going to be a tough match all the time. PJ's going to come for you for calling him old. <laughs> I know.
3: No,
4: he's
2: not
1: even old. He can, he's like my age. LA once PJ? again. I think, <laughs> like, I think he's like 30.
3: <laughs> all right
1: well i'm older than pj so we can't talk about that
0: <laughs> i'm older than pj but um here you know there uh so i think the 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 thing that we should wrap up the show with is the question that tim had thrown us is that uh is this the beginning of the collapse for the finsock exchange is we had seen them up top all year long and i'll go ahead and throw this up while i talk because these are the official faction standings as of right now corruption is in the lead um they're tied with swag but because of um you know less losses uh and frank if you want to describe that for us how that works out one and two yeah so
4: technically if this was how it ended at the end of the year christian has stated that corruption and swag would have some sort of match to determine the winner so that would be good yeah (laughs) that's gonna that would happen at spectacular um With the reason the reason I have corruption up top is because of the win percentage 12 12 wins out of 18 matches is better than 11 out of 18. Yep, um, there is really no set tiebreaker formula or set of rules that I'm aware of at this moment. I I did inquire about that, so I'm trying to get clarification from the league. But as the win percentage would, it's better than swags, even though they're tied at 35, so that's how I kind of delineated who was above who.
1: I mean, how many and, of and- those wins are aces though? Yeah. I you will never fire. stop talking yeah. about <laughs> ace, ace coming in with a play-in match and go and like and take going dominating. all the way. God. Like that to me already And give. from a play
3: on and from a play-in match that really wasn't his best performance. Right. Yeah, Going like perfect in like his last two games. Like yeah. pretty
1: much, right? And the yeah. way Winston, you know, was his manager, and the way mm-hmm. that they communicated and it seemed like they really yeah. you know studied together and made that happen, like that to me, gives Winston, manager of the year a little bit of an edge yeah. just because of Ace's like a little run. insane yes. story, yeah,
0: and that is a that is a very fair argument. Mm-hmm. um but let me ask the question, is this? The downfall of the Finstock Exchange, Brian. I'll start with you on this one. Do you see them falling apart for the rest of the year? Um, it's gonna. I mean, singles is
2: gonna be a big determining factor. Um, they don't have weak players going into this tournament. They still have Riley Roca and the Barbarian. Yeah. that is not. Yeah. There, there are no scrubs left, or even playing for Finstock. So I mean, to say they're out, I'm not. I'm not on that train yet. Uh, to say that Riley Roca, and Barbarian are are somehow just going to all shit the bed in the first round, I have there's that's not going to happen. Uh, maybe one of them might go down. I don't know about that. But to say that all three are going to go down yeah. and um, all three are going to go down and Finstock exchange is done. I'm, I'm not going to say that in the slightest. So to even, to think that I, I don't know. I, I think what will really, for me kind of peak the one that's peaking my interest the most right now is if Riley beats video drew, that is the one that I'm curious about just, just out of pure, Like, could that be an upset in the making right there? Because then that's going to start putting a little bit of question into probably is, is Riley worth keeping next year? Is is, if we're, are we going into that idea? Um, We know how barbarian plays literally like a barbarian. He comes through, (laughs) destroys and leaves.
1: There's a reason why his name is the barbarian. Yeah. Roker. Are you saying this because you think Riley was so, was so seemed so rusty, and this? a
2: little bit? And not to mention, I mean, he he said he wasn't comfortable in the video mat uh, online format. Well, um, unfortunately, the whole entire singles tournament is going to be like that. Yeah. So if unless you get comfortable to it, you're going to struggle. And we know Drew is. Studying. She's not just doing it for fun. She's she's not just doing it
3: for fun. streams, guys.
1: She's exactly. actually doing it <laughs> studying. So,
2: um, uh sorry. I saw bidors question uh, thing saying Riley beating Drew is an upset. I'm uh, um, maybe.
3: I think I, 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 don't, I don't know if it, I think Riley would be considered the favorite, but I don't know if it would be. A yeah, quote that upset. that's fair.
0: So um if you're the, a former champion I think you're a favorite in that match. Yeah, he's yeah. the
3: he, he's definitely the favorite in the match, but I don't I don't think it would be a, an upset.
0: Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, I just
2: th- yes, they have a a strong hill to climb. I mean, none of them have easy play-ins or not play-ins, excuse me, first rounds. Riley's got Video Drew, Barbarians got Whitney, and you know, roka has got Adam Collins and Adam Collins is kind of scary. He, yeah, I mean, we don't,
3: he's still a mystery really. And he, but he killed it in his in. Yeah. So.
2: If you're, if you're killing it in a in, plus you don't really have much to study on him. Yeah. So you don't really know what you're getting. So I, will I say that Finstock exchange is out? No, not, I'm not ready to go to that level yet. Um, I do see walking on a thin, Line like walking on edge, where if people start going down, things are going to start crumbling a little bit more, and you might see some heat heat a little bit. But
0: I don't think they're down and out yet. Yeah, it seems like we're all in agreement on that. I agree. Frank, yeah. Do you have anything to was, add yeah. on that? Well,
4: what's the what's the initial question you asked again? Is it's it's, it's,
0: it's, 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 the, it's the mark like the, the downfall. Be, the beginning of the downfall, of the Finsoc Exchange. Yes and no,
4: but we'll we'll definitely know.
1: Look who's here. By
4: the, I don't know who that is. Uh, we'll definitely know who by who enters the team's tournament. Is it who's the? Boss? I
0: wanted to ask this because oh, yeah. this was this was talked about mm-hmm. on Gucci Verse. Um, Roxy had asked Dagnino the question of who he's entering in the tournament, and he has been. Not teasing, but saying that he might mix a team with two players that haven't played together yet. I've never
3: seen him as unconfident as he was in saying what he he was was shook. He was shook, and he said, "I kept saying I have until five p.m. tomorrow," and I we were all like, "What are you gonna do?"
2: I don't think (laughs) in his wildest dreams did he think he was gonna lose both those matches.
4: That's fair. That's fair. But guess what, Daniel? This is a really easy decision based on how Friday night went. <laughs> We're and about to hear the problems, truth. We're about to hear the truth. If you're Let's having go. problems figuring out should I go full screen? Have... Yeah. No, 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 no. If you're <laughs> having problems figuring out who should be in the tournament after the impassioned speech from one Dan Merle and yeah. backed up by John Roca, if you're having this much of a problem figuring out who to put in the tournament, you, my friend, have real problems. And that actually probably, that right there is more indicative of the end of the exchange than maybe anything else. The fact that he's, I don't know, fair. You don't want to say who's going in into the tournament. It's not the right time to do it. Fine, I get it. But I don't think you have to make it so, you know, mystery riddled. It, it's not that hard, <laughs> you know. Sorry, you know, the match wasn't, you know, who's the boss lost in the way that they did. Maybe if they... They played a really good match, but still lost. I could see, you know, I could see the argument a little bit easier, but I would still pick, you know, Founding Fathers over who's the boss any day of the week right now. So I I don't know what Dagnino's pulling his classic Dagnino (laughs) shtick, but if Founding Fathers is not in the team tournament, I, I think next year or the off season is going to be very, very interesting um, and Dagnino, you know, I, Lord, uh, Lord, have mercy on me. I, I tell you, That's what I, I can't,
3: I
0: don't even know. I don't know. Does anybody though?
3: Does anybody? Um, yeah. yeah.
0: So we have had one more stream labs come through before we wrap up here. And this came from when goldfish here. Uh, so thank oh. you for the donation. Oh. Um, corruption team winning the title put a disadvantage to their faction points, not entering the tournament. It's all going to depend on the singles tournament. Uh, I will not say that just yet because there is a possibility that you could see a team like Adam Collins and Marisol McKee step in. That was Jill. And two rookies. I who hope, could really I hope
3: that would be a fun team. I want that- to see that.
0: That would be very interesting, and you don't know what to expect from them playing with each other because we don't really know strengths and weaknesses from them yet. We don't know uh, really, So I would not yeah. count. I would not count corruption out of the, the team's mm-hmm. tournament just yet.
1: No, definitely not.
2: Plus, you could always see um, the experiment. You never know, Jake. I know you like saying his name. So who's Mark? Mark. <laughs> Mark. <laughs>
0: um okay so i think that's gonna wrap up everything for us tonight we've definitely gone overtime, but it was definitely worth it should we uh, pick our um jericho and kevin smith oh i guess we're not i mean we're gonna be doing reactions this week but we can definitely throw them out there uh yeah why not Let's quickly go around the table uh for kevin smith and chris jericho Brian. why don't you start no start with him <laughs> <laughs> brian i'll let you start i'll go to frank last um
2: I was all in on Kevin Smith, but then I saw Roxy on Gucciverse, and she was, she talked me into thinking Jericho is like going to come out just swinging. Mm.
4: So she said the same thing about Josh Covado. I just, sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That is true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
4: but
2: I, I still, I think I'm still going to go with Kevin Smith on that one.
0: Jill?
3: Yeah. I I think if I had to put money on it, I'm gonna put it on the guy who literally works in movies and directs and produces films. But it's very uncomfortable, Drew. But, but 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 I'm hearing all this stuff about Chris Jericho that he knows his stuff. Like I, I if I had to put money on it, I would pick Kevin, but I'm so excited for this match. I cannot wait to see what happens. I'm ready for one of the funnest matches we've seen. And I'm happy
1: I have that day off so I can fully enjoy it.
2: That comment
1: was co- good. Well, he addressed that comment it, on SEN, and he yeah. said, <laughs> if anything, being high would help him. <laughs> yeah, That's call. true. He did. <laughs> um also, because of listening to all the great stuff, go back and watch him on S. E. it was fantastic. It was great. Uh, it was so good. Every everything he said about like not underestimating not underestimating Jericho and like people thinking that he knows more than he actually does. I'm gonna go Jericho on this what? one, oh. <laughs> just to be fun,
2: and uh, because he's on the Rock Stars, right?
1: Oh, yeah, they, they need those points, man. <laughs> they do need those points. They need those points.
4: Uh, Frank, who,
0: who, are you, who are you picking?
1: I
4: have decided that...
3: <laughs> After a bunch of deliberation.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with
1: Hi, Koi! <laughs> hey, Koi.
4: Um No, I'm going to go with Kevin Smith. I think it's going to be a close match for sure, but uh, I, have, I, I feel like Kevin Smith w- will win. I think he will. <laughs> But it's going to it's going to be, it's going to be a great match. I think. I I think also Jericho probably will surprise. I think actually. I think they're both (laughs) going to surprise people. (laughs)
1: Sorry, Molly
4: always picks the (laughs) one and
2: then ends up having to regret it. And then then there's
3: (laughs) someone in
1: the chat going, Molly, no. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going Kevin as 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 well. As soon as Doug Benson kidding. gets to play, I'm going to be all about Doug Benson. <laughs> God, yeah, I, for, I even
4: forgot. I even forgot he was picked up. And I was like, Doug Benson? Yeah, he's not playing this year.
1: Dude, he, he has a whole <laughs> podcast about movies. He knows movies. like.
0: Um, I'm going to pick yeah. Kevin Smith as well. Uh, I would I would love to see. I think it would be, nothing against Jericho because, I mean, I don't know what his film knowledge is. I think what I, from what I heard, he's pretty great. But I think it would just be really cool to have Kevin Smith in the victory column in a Schmodown, which would just be great. I mean, either of them, honestly. But you know, Kevin Smith. There is, a, there a, is a Kevin Smith himself.
3: slice. So having exactly. Kevin Smith um, so have, to wrap up yeah. the
0: show, though, let's let's talk about the undercard quickly. Pick our choose our picks for Guy Bateman, a big one, clearly. Uh, and Molly, I'll start with Here's you on this one. one. Who are you picking, Guy Bateman? Guy. Pick <laughs> anymore? She
1: doesn't want to pick anymore. No, I'm going Guy on this one. Not on, not just because he's on my faction. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think Bateman might be a little shaken right now and I'm sure he'll come bounce back from, from that, but, uh, we haven't seen guy in a while and he, he uh, he's seems to be spending a lot of time in that closet of his, but, uh, I, I, <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. Team guy.
0: Um, Frank.
4: I want Andrew Guy to win because I just want to see Dan Merle, Andrew Guy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ben Bateman. I'm gonna take Ben Bateman. Uh Jill.
3: Uh, had you asked me on uh Thursday night, I would have said hundred percent Ben Bateman, but after that performance, I can't I can't argue against Andrew Guy now. Like it's I'm still probably gonna put my money on Bateman, but it's 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 gonna be an interesting one i think
2: brian um i think the shmominati is going to will it that guy wins uh agreed <laughs> agreed
0: <Shmominati> guy <laughs> is definitely <winning> this match. <laughs> um
2: and i think i'm even more convinced now that bedore was the one that picked guy and she <laughs> is absolutely the leader of the shmominati but yeah <laughs> i do I, I do
3: need to pick guy He's on my shelf huh that is
2: yeah he stole his statement. award so i mean he might yeah, but uh yeah, I think that one's going to be a good one. By the way, since Koy's in here, I cannot wait to see him have to talk and coach Kevin Smith. I'm this so is a excited. great This is a great
0: comment, guys. This is a great comment. I'm sorry. This I is a brilliant comment.
3: Oh. <laughs> I wonder how he would have done. But yes, I'm uh, so excited to see Coy manage Kevin Smith.
0: Well, to gonna, that I can't wait to see the promos. The promo I can't wait yes. to see the promos, the promos are going to be great. So, so um okay, so let's let's go ahead and get out of here since we ran way over time, but before Ooh. we do, uh let's go ahead and uh, go around the table and let everyone know where they can find us online. And with our guest, Frank, I will start with you.
4: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FrankyJ29. And uh, yeah, if you want to check out the Rundown Rundown, you can do that. Do too. it.
3: It's great. Check, out the, it all check the time. out the Rundown. Check uh, out the Rundown. We love the Molly? Rundown in this household.
1: <laughs> uh, I am on <laughs> Twitter at Molly Damon. And me and Alex are talking Star Wars every day on Star Wars Explained on YouTube. And, and you it's have a on Twitch, Twitch channel now. now. Oh yeah, I have a <laughs> Twitch channel. I've only streamed one time, but I plan to stream more for sure. We got so. oh. more Animal Crossing streams. Mo- yeah, Molly Damon uh, on Twitch, and Alex has a Twitch channel too. Alex, da- Alex Damon Live, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Jill.
3: Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter, Jilly Marie Two Wise Two E's. Ninety percent of the time, I am talking and stirring up shit in the schmodown.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. If that can answer your question, Coy, then I don't know. Yeah, yeah. uh Brian, um yeah. So I'm at Bivalcino or B Bivalc. I don't of, even know at this point. Bivalcino on Twitter. Sean's it, on
3: the PJ Campbell Network, so I'm gonna hop on that after.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Nerd Chronic, I cannot wait for this promo. Oh
0: man!
3: I'm gonna say um, to Nerd Chronic, everyone else said to PJ, don't screw this up,
1: Eric. Well, I don't think yeah. it's possible. No,
0: not at all. No, not at all.
1: Just, um, so
0: um, yeah. So you can follow us on Twitter at SchmodownPOV, where we're interacting with everyone and, and revealing our schedule. You can also send any questions you have for any shows, uh, on our, uh, Streamlabs, which is in the description below. You can find that you can find me at Qui-Gon Jake on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find Brian and I on another podcast called Apocalypse movies, Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, Talking everything movies, so check that out. And then, uh, yeah. So Frank, thank you so much for joining us on this stream tonight, man. Thank that was you. fun. Uh, uh,
2: give video Drew her little promo too. You did stick with us for a while.
0: Which one? Which one? Right, right here. here. There's so many. Oh, there you go. <laughs> go check out video Drew at nine. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> cool. Cool. Nice. Um, for For a certain point of view, this is our show for tonight. So thank you so much for joining us in the comments, watching live, interacting, Stream Lab questions. Thank you so much. And uh, check out all our reactions this week and uh, then we will see you guys then. So thank you very much.